Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello you lovely lot and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards and on this week's episode... We speculate on a showdown, make Mackham's mouths water, and rant about Rovers. Joining me as always is the Roy Cropper to my ball-winning chopper. It's Tony Jameson. Evening, buddy. How are you? I am, as 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 the Welsh say, very well. Good, good. I am, as uh, as as other people say, I'm all right. I'm not bad. Good, yeah. Um, having a bit, a bit of a weird crossover in the intro there with with the Coronation Street Roy Cropper and and Chopper Harris and yeah, we we we. It's honestly, I don't even get the references anymore, mate. We don't even need the references. We just need to acknowledge, right? And I'm going to say this at the start of the podcast, right? Mm. Because I've had chats with various people, you know, and there is a little thing where, you know, people sort of look at the intros and they go fucking, oh, well done for, you know, that. that's a great pun, that's a great pun. Whose is that? Whose is that? This one, ladies and gentlemen, all Matt. All Matt, this one. Right? That, like, complete kudos to you for, for this week's show title. Absolutely outstanding. Well done. Little round of applause and that. Um yeah, you deserve that. Like most good ideas, it came to me when I was on the loo. That's not, it, this is the thing, right? I, I, other people do this, right? It's not just me. You have your best ideas when you sat on the toilet. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, or is it just? I'm not. I was, oh, I'm so glad you said that because now I'm really worried that. No, but like, <laughs> it's but only for, reason, for me. It? That's because that is literally the only five seconds I get where I don't have someone screaming in my face. Um, so yeah, yeah, you have a bit of, a bit of you time, you know. You can channel your thoughts, and even if you're not channeling your thoughts, your mind wanders, and that's when it's a bit freer. And oh, we've got very philosophical at the start of this episode, haven't we? Uh, I love it. This is it. This is how, this is how the best moments happen. You know, I, I like to think that all the greatest inventions in the world and all the great things that has come about in, in humanity is it was all based on someone sitting on the toilet. Uh, there's a thought for you to ponder. I, I, I used to it used to weird me out when um, you know, people would be like, "Oh, I play FM when I'm on the loo," and I'm like, "Oh, that's not very sanitary, that." You know, well, especially in this day and age, isn't it? When it's like all it's hand washing constantly, isn't it? So um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. see this is the thing. I've never played football manager on the toilet because I don't like the um, I don't like playing it on my phone. So and I'm not taking my laptop. Oh I'm yeah, not taking yeah, my laptop yeah. in there because it's just you know, nah, that that's too much, right? So yeah, there's some, there's some, there's certain household appliances that aren't allowed in other <laughs> rooms in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't taking a, you ain't, you ain't taking a spatula into the bedroom. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you might do. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably of, of, all, of all of the of the implements you could have mentioned. Like I, in my head, I was going, you can't make toast in the bath. Um, but well, yeah, there is that. No, don't, keep, hey, keep your, hey, there's, there's the first lesson of this podcast. Keep your spatulas in the kitchen. That's, uh, behave <laughs> it's yourself. a t-shirt slogan if ever I've seen one. <laughs> Very much so. Right. Let's, let's get that nonsense out of the way. Eh? Um, let's get to some business. We've got a few things to talk about, uh, about in this episode. We're obviously going to be talking about saves a little bit later on, but we did want to start in the community uh, basically this this week we're talking about the showdown in a second but we wanted to mention uh, a bit of an update on where we left off last time with uh, fm greeno's stream raising money for an incredible course so tony have you got any updates for us from last week i have and it's so at the time of recording we still have a couple more games to go by the time the podcast out, we should know the results of, of the first round of fixtures. Mm. Um, I can give you one spoiler. It's not a spoiler anymore now, of course. Um, I won my game. I tell you what, what is going on? You're really good in these competitions. Well, well, right. Let me, let me pull back a little bit, right? I stepped in for, uh, a player who was having a few sort of, um, issues and wasn't able to play so so they stepped so they stepped out and they said look is there anyone else wants to jump in and, and play a match so I said look I can do it and I stepped up 
and and I've played um, against Old Lady Plays, who's a, a lovely um, woman who lives over in Canada. Yes, does some uh, does some content for Dictate the Game, if I'm not mistaken. She does indeed. Yeah, yeah. She's like a proper stalwart of the community, and I thought this is pretty cool. Like you know, and that's what these sorts of tournaments are about. You know, getting to meet members of the community that maybe you don't sort of liaise with as, as regularly as you'd like. So we had a great chat. You know, we we loaded the game up. Um, and uh, and so the plan was to set up a friendly and, and play, and, and most of it's done via touch because that's the easiest way to do it. But of course, because we've had the updates, touch was going to take like an hour to update. And I was like, oh, God, right. look, we can probably organize this as a one-off friendly on the main game. Do you want to do that? And she was like, look, that sounds cool. We loaded it all up. We went through it. and And I won. Right, and I won, which was a surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, very much to so. me. Um, it was one nil. <laughs> like, bear in mind, I was Ferenc, I was Ferenc Varos, and she was like Ashka or Ashka or something, which are like a second division Hungarian team. Right, so I okay, properly right. ground out this result. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when we went to hit play um, on there, it, it just it didn't save. So I was like, right. What are we going to do here then? So, right, let's redo it again. We'll play like a second leg. That'll be fine. You know, we can sort of do it that way. Um, so we load it all back up again. Off it goes. We've got everything all set to record and that. We play it out. Um, I win again. And I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. Gets to the end. She's not pressed record. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had technical issues in, in game one. We didn't record the second game. So then we had a third goal, <laughs> like three goals to play this, this one match. And again, won by one goal. <laughs> it's just like the worst. It's peak Tony Jameson football, that, isn't it? Oh, uh, mate, it was awful. Like, I, I didn't even set up to park the bus, but it was literally just like, right, tell you what, lads, we're, 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 if we get one goal, that's all we'll need. One goal will see us through here. And <laughs> my goal was, a dodgy penalty. <laughs> just, oh, Tony. Like, oh, and, my goodness. And you know what? So, so it wasn't a spectacle, unfortunately, but, but we, but we got the win. That's the important thing. We got the win for the UK side. So the rest of the world, uh, took a big L, uh, in that one. And I've got to play just before this comes out. So tomorrow mm. in out of sync world, um, I play my game against FM Custom Kits. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Representing Italy. So that should be a good game. And that could potentially... Carnaccio versus Carnaccio. (laughs) (laughs) This has got nil-nil written all over it. Yeah. So, yeah, so that could potentially uh, swing the whole whole series for, for either the UK or the rest of the world. So that's... The, that's that's the fun part uh, that we've been doing there. But the important part is that the fundraising element, uh, which obviously that Greenall's putting together to, to raise money for, uh, for for this cause, has now hit over eight thousand pounds, which is Oof. absolutely amazing. That is uh, brilliant. Thank that, you yeah. to everyone who's donated. Uh, and I don't know how long he's going to keep the link open for, but uh, if you do have any any spare change and you want to donate to a, a f- incredibly worthwhile cause, then I'm sure uh, he would appreciate um, appreciate that. But yeah, £8,000 is outstanding work from all involved. We'll stick the link in the podcast description again, as we've been doing for, for the last few episodes. Um, and to be honest with you, we'll keep it there until, until the link is no longer usable because that's incredible work. Um, love it. I'll tell you what, if FM Kits beats you for one day, I say that he gets to promote his work in the general channel in your Discord rather than the self-promotion or his own little FM Kits channel. That's That should be the that, stipulation. That seems fine. I mean, to be honest, right? And he can tag at everyone. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That That's that's reasonable. I was going to say, because he does have his own... FM kits area and, and you does. know no one else has a has their own area but he's got his own thing and um yeah if if you are in the you know I'm gonna plug him if you are in the hunt for logos custom kits or he does some amazing sort of um 
uh, sort of formation uh, formation art, I guess is the yeah, only way to describe yeah. it. You have to have a look at his site to, to look at it. Um, have a look there. He does some fantastic work, so go and hit him up and, uh, and tell him we sent you. I love it. Um, talking to competitions before we started recording tonight, which we recorded on the Sunday, uh, I watched one of the first quarterfinals in the FM Super Showdown, Streamer Showdown, Super Sunday Streamer so- Showdown, all the S's. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's football, isn't it? They always put like a super, but uh, the, these boys are respectable and have not done that. But yes, the FM Streamer Showdown. I watched um, Dr. Benji against uh, Fox in the Box. Now, I noticed that we... we both planted our flags in one of both of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have, haven't we? Inadvertently so as well. And um, and you know what? Like I know Benji takes a bit of a bit of stick. He's had he's had a torrid time in these in these showdowns. But looking at the squad he's got, and bear in mind we don't know the result because we are recording while the showdown oh, is no, still I, ongoing. I, well, no, we I watched the quarterfinal, both legs. Yeah, no, no. I'm about the the final. Oh, <laughs> we don't the know final. What right, at the yeah. final. Um, yeah. So. I saw like Benji's side looks really, really strong for what for what yeah. he's managed to amass this year is he's done very, very well. Um, so yeah, so I went Team Benji and you went you went Foxy, didn't you? I did. Who beat Benji in the quarterfinals <laughs> via via the means oh, of Milinkovic Savic and long throwing slash set pieces. Apart from him, apart from Foxy scoring one of the best strikerless through ball goals I've seen in a long time. We were talking about it before we went live and he did the old, uh, and it's the, it's the Guido trick. And I, again, like, I'm not saying that Guido invented it, but it's, I remember like Guido using it where he has the three attacking midfielders, one on the left flank, then there's like a gap, there's a central AM and then there is another AM directly next to him. And it was beautiful. It was a through ball through that little gap and oh, it was a beautiful goal. But I must admit the one thing... Um, I was thinking when I was watching it because I did I didn't watch I watched the lowdown a little bit but then I switched to to Foxy's actual stream and I tell you what I I mean apart from not really ever playing competitive FM the the wait times between the games would absolutely psych me out because I was watching Foxy go through it and I was getting anxious watching it because he's like oh should I do this should I do that and I was like I'd pet Guardiola the living daylights out of that and be like. <laughs> you know, tinkering with everything and like double thinking everything and overthinking the big games. I just, I'd, I'd, cr- I'd crumble like a deck of cards. Mate, it's amazing, isn't it? Like what, like the work that they've all put into getting that to where they've got it. I mean, it was streaming on the front page of Twitch. Like that is no mean feat. Like they've put such hard work to everybody who, who works on, on, on the stream of Showdown. Like the lowdown, like let's say like there's production values to get this sort of like, in the, in the studio sort of environment, you know, you've got like other creators uh, giving expert advice and stats and, and relaying as the games are going live. And it's just like, it's amazing. And you're right to sit and consider your streaming and then you've got to play that. Yeah, that is, that is pressure. That is a lot of pressure. Uh, fair place. It's one of the first times I've seen a... A major, a major sort of presentation. It's it's one of the first times I've seen FM presented as sort of an esport because I'm never going to say it's an actual esport because people from esports will hunt me down and and hit me over the head with Dota and and and, and hit me with a headshot and Counter Strike. But it felt it felt different to what FM content is and has been and it's great to see that progress so long may that continue so all right i've got the quarterfinal results uh so foxy beat benji um i think fng beat tom on penalties i think um then wow. chess beat well the space 4-2 on aggregate and zealand scraped through against clates 4-3 on aggregate he won the first he won the first leg 4-1 though so that is scraping <laughs> through He's done. He's done a Tony there. Yes. Like, like rinse the first leg and then hang on. And I, I said, I said that Clates was just didn't have enough about him. Did I? Yeah. This year. So you put your flag in. So you got Zealand, Chess, FNG, or Fox. FNG. You know what? FNG has been running hot like yeah. all all weekend. Yeah. So he's the one. He's he's the front runner. Um, but 
don't know. You know, no, nah, you know, I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to stick FNG. FNG is going to do it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm back with my boy Foxy all the way. Fox in the box. He's going to take it all. I love it. Um, let us know how badly we failed when we watch the repeat tomorrow uh, and this podcast goes out on Tuesday. I might just edit all this out. No, I won't. I'll leave it in. Uh, but yeah, go and go and watch it. If, you, if you've if you missed it, go back and watch it on, on Twitch. Go and support all the people involved in it because it's a super good fun. Uh, talking of Twitch, Tony, segway! Um, you have started on your own journey on Twitch. We started last week, this time last week is the day we are recording, last Sunday, where you took over a little old club in the northeast that wear red and white. Isn't that right, Tony? We did, yeah. I don't we, know why uh... it turned into Sean Bean then. Isn't that right, Tony? <laughs> yeah, we, we went a little bit further north than Sheffield. Uh, we Yeah, we, we started, like, we, we mentioned it on the last podcast that we thought that this was maybe going to be an idea, and and I put out a, I put out a call to arms on on uh, on the socials and on the Discord and on Twitter and said you know what teams might people want to to see and of course I ignored all that and and picked Sun <laughs> and picked Sunderland so we're doing Sunderland till I cry um, first stream went pretty well I think uh, a couple of little technical glitches uh, do you know what do you know what I thought you you were gonna proper Tony it up and and I, I was. On on the sliding scale of of a full Tony, I, I I don't think you were anywhere near a full Tony. You were definitely in the, in the the lower end of that the, the sliding scale of Tonying things up. So I take it Tonying things up is ruining it horrendously. Yeah, yeah, like literally, uh, okay, computer yeah. on fire. You know, <laughs> liable comments. You know, Peter Reed calling you and and cussing you out. Like, you know, we've still Just got time. We might get the there. internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think a couple of a couple of technical things to learn uh, and hopefully have been ironed out for tonight. But I think we, so we streamed for like three and a bit hours, I think, which was, which was great fun. And like, we had loads of people coming in and like, um, like a nice chat. We had loads of chat going on and, mm. uh, and sort of some people I recognized and some people who I didn't recognize, despite <laughs> their name being, uh, the name of my co-host. And two people <laughs> texting me going, he doesn't know it's you. Even though you've said twice he, he, that is you, he doesn't know it's you. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. I know. Well, I texted you though, didn't I? And I said that the reason why is that cause, because you've got uh, you, you've got uh, your name. Well, it sounds stupid to say out loud, right? Mm-hmm. But your name was backwards, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's, cause and I, obviously. Because I'm dedicated to a pun, Tony. That's why. I know, I know. And, I was, and I'm in, and I'm in, trying to get in my zone and like I'm still got a little bit of nervous energy floating around. I'm like, oh, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up, Tony. Right. Oh, say hello to people in the chat there. And I saw your name. I was like, oh, hello there. And chatted away. And I, I got you mixed up with, with someone, a mutual sort of follower of ours. And thought, you know, that maybe that was it. And then when, and then in the irony, when, when, when Soccer with Brian jumped in, our friend from the States, he's there um, typing away. And I'm like, oh, hey, Soccer with Brian's here. And then you got really defensive went oh you recognize him but you don't recognize your own co-host and i was like oh that's you in it and then <laughs> because i told you twice it wasn't anything don't put this on brian let's let's not start no, 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 a rivalry no, 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 with brian, the americans here no no yeah. no brian brian was the baby that brian was the, the sort of the catalyst for you to go look come on like uh, you know everybody else in this chat yeah. bar me and i'm like yeah. Oh, I do know you, don't I? And, and that that was that was classic Tony. Like it's just right in front of my face, and everyone, bless it, everyone, everyone just watching the stream, just like, oh, for God's sake, he's done it, Annie. <laughs> and so, what's the what's the plan for uh, quote unquote tonight's stream? Um, which I'm assuming I'm assuming you're keeping up the uh, the streams on on Twitch for like seven days afterwards or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So the stream stays on there um, for for what I believe is seven days. Then once you become an affiliate, you can then stay on for like 14 days or something. Um, so that's nice. quite good. So if you want to have a quick look uh, at next week's stream, uh, sorry, like, well, tonight's stream, I suppose, uh, it'll be there for, for, for about a week. Um, we played pre-season last week. First, first match, and this is where it went proper full Tony, actually. Oh, yeah. Our actually, first- I forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> Our first match in charge is, of course, against your second string side. So 
I'm walking in, right? Okay, stadium of light, first day, day on the job. Right, Sunderland A versus Sunderland B. Let's have a go here. This is going to be fine. 4-4-2, route one tactic, which I did just to wind you up as well. Um, I got beat by my second string in the first match. You lost to your reserves and you've won a competitive tournament. Like, just let that sink in. What? Are, who are you and what are you? It's just... It's... it's, it's narrative mate all narrative we we tell we keep saying we tell stories you know it was there people don't want to see you succeed all the time it's boring you know well it was that point i realized tony that sunderland till i cry is actually the title directed at me it's how long can i watch the stream before <laughs> i break down in tears watching you just just do this yeah so so we lost to our our second string and then we played the rest of <laughs> of uh of pre-season but you know what it got a lot better in pre-season we had some fantastic turnarounds danny graham is going to win the ballon d'or we've decided i'm not getting over over ahead of myself here uh he scored some absolute worldies there's a clip that's on the twitch website as well i think i tweeted out last week where he scored an absolute wonder goal um and then we got to we have two cup games before we started in the, in the in the league we played in the Carabao Cup uh where we beat Barnsley I believe like in the last couple of minutes like 3-2 win and, and again we had a great time on stream we're just like yeah, Danny Graham doing Danny Graham things and then we also won against um who did we beat uh we beat someone else in in the uh, in a cup as well and now we so tonight's stream we start the league campaign. So the plan now yeah. is we're going to go every Sunday night after we do the podcast, we're going to do half past nine stream on Twitch till probably about 12 o'clock-ish. Um, so we'll do that on an evening. And then we may also do Wednesday nights as well at nine o'clock. So that's going to be just something a bit different, I think, it, because I, I wanna, I've got a plan for a stream in FM twenty two, so I'm kind of using this as like a how to get my head around it, and 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 I think it's a bit more like I, I felt it was a bit more me. I felt a bit more sort of presentery. Yeah, um, I think it's it's always interesting with content um, because it, people people I don't know I don't have to I don't have to say it. People shine more in certain environments, you know, and there's that that's very true of entertainment. Mm. And I think you having a live element to your presentation helps you so much more because you, you you're just so much more naturally you in that and it's not again you know and not a knock on your youtube content it's obviously something you're still getting better at and learning uh, and you are and you're making really good progress with that but it was i think it's nice to you know if people have only ever seen you in the youtube realm it's kind of nice for people to see you in that twitch realm as well because i do you know we, we we've mentioned on previous podcasts about you know John Robertson, who's is a stand-up comic that, that we're both friendly with, and he he's you know king of Twitch these days because that is him that translates really well into that content. So yeah, I, I think I think yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was good to good to see you good to good to see you flex those those live event slash improv muscles. Thanks, again. man. And I must say as well, like after looking at some comments on YouTube this morning. Uh, where I received a, a, a wonderful piece of feedback from from clearly a fan who uh, had commented, "Congratulations, Tony! Your dialect made me hate Newcastle." So that was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, people are so lovely. Uh, I mean, jo- jokes on him because I'm from Washington. So there you go. Right, you obviously didn't listen. Yeah. So Wecker, what what is your Twitch channel so people can check out your lovely northeast tones? Okay, so it's uh, twitch.tv slash Tony Jameson FM. And that's where you can find us. And then, of course, if you want to come and do some chatting, do some chatting. If you just want to sit and lurk and just watch, that's cool as well. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. And hopefully it's going to continue to be good fun. That's what I'm thinking. Well, you've obviously mentioned Danny Graham doing the job for your Sunderland team. But of course, the team that Danny Graham made the jump from was Blackburn Rovers, where I think he scored like 45 goals and 100 and something odd games for Rovers. Yeah. Um, and I've been busy, very busy, with that old Lancashire football team. The uh, the team that's built on Jack Walker Steel. That's where we'd put an ad 
in if we were sponsored by Jack Walker Steel, which I don't even know if it's still a company anymore. Who knows? Do, do uh, you answers. need steel? Do you live in the Blackburn area? Well, contact Jack Walker Steel. <laughs> hey, what? Do you need they steel? Um, yeah. Uh, right, Rovers, Rovers, Rovers. So we we started a weird spot because obviously I took over not even halfway through a season, towards the end of the, the first season. So it was my first, I've, I've done my first proper season in charge and we we last week we left off with with you know um first few games played and stuff now i have to say this we had an incredibly good season which is a weird sentence to say as we'll get on to in a second because where i am mentally at the minute um but we finished that season third that's that's a pretty impressive man that's an achievement that is an achievement we are we were expected to finish mid-table and we finished third. We missed out on automatic promotion because I think it was West Brom and someone else. I think it might have been Palace. You know, I can't remember. It was it was another it was you know another team that it was a yo yo team and they they dominated Ooh. the league and they went up up automatically. So we we're third. We get into the playoffs now. I wasn't expecting to do anything in the playoffs because our form towards the end of the season. Oh my goodness, the wheels started to come off badly. It's Tony, it's almost like playing attacking and a very attacking with extremely urgent pressing for 40 plus, well, 50 plus games of a season is going to run your team into the ground. It might do, but you know, is is that is that a bug or is that just a thing? It's probably just a thing, isn't it? Like you do need to start yeah. start to dial that back a little bit after a while. But I'm sure I'm sure you've got a massive squad to play with. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, even if, even if like because this is the thing is because because the club was broke. I have to I had to use a lot of like loans and free transfers and like we got Nicola Rivea. Um, he was now at Arsenal. We got him on loan. He was amazing, and we we did we got Tyler Roberts on loan. He ended up being really good for us, and it was I, I did good business that, I, that I've previously mentioned as well. So we did fine, and like the club is now. I think the club's gone from insecure to rich, and I was like, all right, I've done wow. I mean, that's down to the fact that I basically just sold. Any time like a decent bid came in, went yep, uh, made a stupid amount of profit on people. Um, before we get to that. So we're kind of we're getting through the the playoffs. We beat Cardiff like quite convincingly in the semis, and then in the final we get drawn against Birmingham City. Ooh! Oh, if you remember, uh, loyal listeners, it was Birmingham City that beat us three two last for the first season to prevent us from getting into the playoffs. What so did we, we say about narrative? I know, Ooh, I know. That, that so, sound the narrative klaxon. It's that. So I don't know if that psyched me out a little bit, but I was you like, did. You did text me about that, didn't you? You did text me. Yeah. Knock, of course we've got black. Of course we've got Birmingham. Of course we have. So we lost because <laughs> of course we did. Um, and I said to you, I was like, I said to you, I was, I'd rather lose and go up as champions. Now, yeah. That is a bold claim to make about anything. And it would prove to be the boldest claim because <laughs> this season, which I'm, I think I've got about between six and eight games left. I'm not sure. We've got, we've, got, we've only got a few left and, we're, and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of break down where we're at. Um, we're outside the playoffs. So not doing as well as last season. We definitely won't do as, last, as well as last season, but we could make the playoffs, but it's going to be, it's going to be close. It it all went a bit wrong. Oh, <laughs> it, it just it's so we went a month a month without a month and a half without winning a game, and we lost a lot. It wasn't like we were you know remember I said we set the record for draws. It wasn't like that. We were getting beaten, and this is it's it. In that moment, I was losing my mind because I just couldn't see it because I was so emotional. I wasn't breaking down logically. And I said to you, it took me three highlights in one game that I watched back to see the exact problem. Mm -hmm. And like, I I changed it and and, and it's okay. 
but because I was so emotionally wrapped up in that moment and being so angry and frustrated. So the reason I was in that spot was to do with my recruitment. Now, I, at the time, thought I recruited badly, but it wasn't that I recruited badly. It's that I didn't replace the players I lost. Mainly Juan Artoa, who was the uh, attacking midfielder that I got from Athletic Club, if you remember me mm-hmm. saying. So we got him on a free and we sell, we sold him for up to 17 million. <laughs> so, you know, business. We, we sold a striker That's for like... business. That is business. So we sold a striker for 15 million. So this is why the club's now rich because I just took the money. So the issue, the reason why Artoa is the most significant is because I was playing... So when I, just to cover this, so I don't have to keep saying it, every time I talk about a formation, there isn't any strikers. So just keep that in mind when I mention them. But we were playing, obviously we were quite successful with the 4-2-3-1. But I lost, I lost the central part of the three. Um, and I, I brought in function. So I had a functional midfield rather than two ball winners and, and, a, and, a, and then a, a front four. And I and I kept on trying to crowbar people in rather than look at what I had. And again, it's part of that emotion thing because we were, we won mm-hmm. a couple of games early on in the season, like 7-1, 5-0. And I was like, hey, boys are back. We're doing the business. Come on. <laughs> um, and then obviously when things started going wrong, I started, you know, getting angry and frustrated. So I couldn't see it. So then... I was I just I like, removed myself from the situation, and you know took t- t- like, took a bit of took a bit of a break, and then I went back and analysed the games and stuff. So I noticed that it's so this is this is where it gets slightly more interesting. So I've changed the shape. So now I'm playing. Uh, it's essentially it's a four one four one. So it's a four three three, but you know we've we've drawn wingers. Yeah, and. Mainly a functional midfield of two ball winners and an anchor man. Like, come on, bring it on. Um, that sounds like the kind of midfield I like. Yeah, it's just we'll snap your ankles in the middle and then we'll put the ball out to, to Armstrong, Dolan, or George Hurst, who I bought for three million, and he's already worth ten million and is my top goal scorer. In fact, he was the top goal scorer in the Carabao Cup back of the net. Um because that's that's the accolades that we're looking for. We didn't win the Carabao Cup, by the way. Um, so when I made that change, um, I, I changed the wide men from inside forwards to wingers on attack, and and we were we were off to the races. But then I wanted to take that further because I started in January. I brought in a few more different people. Uh, I brought in a lad from Andelect. Um, his name is Anthony. Colassin, Colassin. I'm not sure how to pronounce it because he is he is Belgian, so I'm not too sure. But he's like a he's like a, a more attacking player. I'd say he's he's he's, he's kind of like a, his his role in the game. They say is an advanced playmaker, which I get, but his dribbling isn't quite up to that. So, but he's basically giving me like an he's giving me sort of an attacking option within. My destructive, my very destructive midfield, which is J- Jacob Davenport, Ben Pearson, and Jack Evans, who are signed from Swansea. Uh, that's what you're like, something, something that's just industrious. Yes. Uh, and, and then I bought, um, oh, I didn't buy, I got him on a free. I got Liam Morrison, you know, the Scottish lad that plays for Bayern Munich. Oh, yeah. He was on a free and he's only still like, I think he's only 18, 19. So I brought him in and I play him as an anchor man occasionally. Perfect. A defender as well. So, um, I mean, what, what, what you're lacking, mate? You're lacking a six foot two striker and a five foot nine porcher. That's what you're lacking. Well, George Hurst has got 17 strength and 16 heading. Um, so he is, he is a more of a physical presence up front. I got, um, Liam Collin as well from Swansea, a Welsh lad who's, I, I'd say that, they're more of a all-rounder centre mm. forward in in the in the in shadow striker. So we are playing different. But I just I, I was just doing the stupid thing of trying to force the thing that I knew was successful 
and when I didn't have the players. You know, it's like making a cake and you go, oh, well, I've got eggs so I can make a cake and you don't have flour, <laughs> you know, a baking tray, you know, yeah. a whisk. It's just, it's just, that's all one thing about, I'll do it, yeah. But this is what we were saying, like, when we we're chatting about this during the week, like, when we talk about recruitment, like, if you play, and I'm going to, with, with air quotes at this point, if you play a, a, an air quote standard formation, yeah, like, so you're playing with strikers, okay, you can, your recruitment doesn't have to be as exact and as precise if you're playing a formation like what you're currently playing now, like, because the players you've got have to have specific attributes and abilities and you can't just, as you say there, you can't just crowbar someone in and go, right, oh, he's a, he's someone who could be a second striker, bug him in there. Like, no, no, you need someone who's got the specific uh, attributes of a second striker. Whereas if you're playing a 4-2, a 4-3-3, a 4-5-1, you can fit players around that system and they will work. Whereas if you're looking for something so specific, your recruitment has to be dialed in like, to the nth degree I think, and and I think with that, if you miss a couple of those out, then yeah, I, I can see that balance is gonna be is gonna be off. Well, what happened was I don't because because I don't I now having you know taken a step back, I don't think my recruitment was bad. It's just that I didn't replace the players I lost, so I mm. had to change my strategy, and I and I took too long to realize that the players that I've brought in. I will sell for a profit or they have delivered now that I've found the balance. And one of the major things that I did is I've, I've, I've gone to positive. We play shorter passing. We play a little bit narrower on a, on a higher tempo of passing. Um, we still intent, it was super intense with the, the press because that's what the board kind of wants from us and whatever. Um, but we are overall more passive than what we were when we were on very attacking and attacking because I was playing like be expressive and so to make that strikeless tactic work, which is, you know, standard width, standard passing length, very attacking, expressive and hit early crosses. What you need for that to work is a very physical side. When we didn't really have a physical start side in terms of like pace and stamina and, you know, bursting through apart from Armstrong and Dolan in the wide areas. Mm-hmm. So I had to think, I actually had, I actually have better football players now. So I had to start thinking about giving my better football players more time on the ball. So there's even, even when we play, so I've got free, I've got free midfield frees now, and this is probably what I'm going to blog about next and, and talk about which options I go for against which teams. So I've got, Two ball winners and support and an anchor man, which is my, if I'm coming up against, uh, you know, a decent side, we're not sitting in because we've got a high press and it's super intense, but, you know, clog up the middle and then, you know, get the ball out wide to, to the wide men or into to Hurst's feet who can lay it off or, you know, the, the shadow striker's feet who can lay it off and bring people into play. Then I've got a... Um, this is very Italian, by the way, and this whole approach is very Italian. Um, this might be, this might have something to do with the fact that I was re- reading Roberto Mancini and <laughs> Andrea Perlo's um, final pieces on their qualifications. It might be. Um, I've got two ball winners, but one on defend mm-hmm. and one on support, and then behind that, I've got a register. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my little my little Belgian lad plays in that, um, and that's against teams that. I think we're pretty equal to and I want a game changer in a position that I think we are going to have more of effect if the you know if the ball's coming from deeper he can fire those balls into space for the the front three to run onto um you know while having the protection in front with the ball winners and the third option is more is what I would call a more traditional option for a midfield three um especially in a 4 through 3 I've got an anchor man, another ball winner. Every, every, everyone's now, now understands the title of this <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, anchor man, ball winner on support and a Mazala. And the idea with that one is that I either outnumber them in midfield, so I want a runner, or they play with a back five. So I want four people stretching, stretching the back line, uh, yeah. trying to run in behind. 
And then I kind of, so the way I'm managing now is, which I do anyway, but more so analyst report, looking at them, finding weaknesses, you know, trying to find out where our strengths are. Or sometimes it does come down to the fact that, you know, we're not a deep squad. So it comes down to who's available to me. Um, this this dictates dictates it. So that's kind of where I've ended up with it, which, uh, you know, is it's more adaptive than I've probably been all year on mm-hmm. the game. And it's nice because now I've figured it out. We're, we're, we're playing really well. Apart from the fact that Davenport and Ben Pearson are the most violent men I have ever come across and constantly get fucking set up. <laughs> like, but, I, it's unbelievable. But this is the thing, though, man. Like, you need a bit of identity. Like, I'm, I'm noticing this with... And I, I, I think it's really, really interesting what you said there, that you're now um, more sort of... Is reactive the right way word, or maybe a bit more sort of prepared and a bit more structured? Proactive, your, I think. Proactive, is, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, in your approach, like, because I'm just thinking there, like, listen, I can rack here. If in my Sunderland save now, I'm going to be very, very exposed to my tactical. Um, you would probably say, you know, limitations. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like when I'm playing offline and I'm and I'm YouTubing and that, I can do all my tweaks and that like behind the scenes, and it's gonna be fine. And it, and you know you get to your game and and it, if it works when you're recording, brilliant. If it doesn't, then you know you've lost, unfortunately. But like I guess streaming now, it's gonna be that very very open process of going right. How hard can I make my centre half kick the ball? Like right, he's gonna have to kick it dead hard. Uh, oh, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's only got seven for kicking, so right, he can get shifted out. Um, I have got a Mazala in there, though. I have got one, um, and yeah, I am. I will obviously look at, at some different. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to trying to, to change the identity. I've gone with a very structured, as I say, uh, route <laughs> route one, just just early doors, just for a bit of a laugh. But we, we will we will put a bit more of an identity on there and and see well, what's what. I think what, as but. well, it's 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 the. Um... You know, I, I I was talking about roles as a function. You know, to be uh, functions to be fulfilled, and it's mm-hmm. the um, Antonio um, what's his name? Antonio Gagliardi, um, Perlo's assistant at, at Juventus, with the a role in modern football is no longer a position but a function. Yeah, that's the quote that was stuck in my head. So it isn't so much, it isn't so much. Oh, I have this player who the game is telling me plays in this role, therefore I'm using that role. It's not that. It's I need this function within my system to expose the weakness in the other system. So who fulfills that function to the best of their abilities? Yeah, I think, sorry, I think I think Zorla Markin did something very, very similar on their podcast about looking at as to whether it was a position or a role and I think that yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. That this is is a hundred percent that conversation in football management world. You know, I, I'm still not good at the game. It, it, it's it's funny because uh, I've been really successful this year, which is ironic because I think it's the one year where I've just really not cared about <laughs> winning stuff. You know, uh, we've mentioned that one of my aims is to win a Champions League. You know, outside of Europe and, and whatever. But apart from that, I'm not. I've not been glory hunting, so to speak. It's more been about the process. But because I've been focused on the process, I've I've learned to play the game in maybe not a better way, but a better way for me and in a different way, which is to be... It's it's the way I, you know, would look at football and go, okay, so it it kind of all bleeds into itself. So I was watching Man City versus West Ham the other day (laughs) and... I'm not watching Man City in possession because I know what they do in possession, you know. Zinchenko and, and Kyle Walker are coming in as inverted wingers, uh, wingbacks and you know all that. I was watching what West Ham were doing defensively and and I was thinking, well, why is that being successful? And that mm-hmm. bleeds into how I'm now playing FM and vice versa because I'm watching FM and, you know, I mentioned to you when I, when I, try, I try now, I tend to go five games, and then I go back and watch all five games and see what I've done well and what I've done bad and then try to figure out why that's happened. You know, again, like the games we've lost since I've been more conscious about 
my tactics and what I'm doing and setting up have been because <laughs> Davin put up Ben Pearson have been sent off. So um it's going it's going better, but it's a little bit frustrating that I figured it out way too late. Way too late. But yeah. what are you gonna do? You're right though, as you say, it's all about go, going back and, and analysing, isn't it? You know, and, and sitting and learning where the mistake has come and, and how you can improve from it. And if it is something as simple as, you know, keep eleven men on the pitch, then then fine, you know, that that's your new tactic. Yeah, maybe, maybe not put in two people that have tend to bend the rules in the ball winning <laughs> position with tackle harder or maybe that's, but I love it. I love it. I love that they just are aggressive. It's good. All in. It's Jesse Marsh, isn't it? Hashtag all in. <laughs> um, gotta, gotta do it, mate. Like, I, I want... I want players to to do that. Like we, in fact, we even had right the other day, and this is like this is like an example of, of how I want players to contest for the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had we had the boys in the garden the other day. You know, one of them's two and a half, one of them's just about sixteen months. Sixteen month year old, he's sort of just kicking his ball about. It's about a foot away from him. We shout for the eldest one. Do you want to come and kick the ball as well? And he comes tearing in and just boots the ball like fifty fifty, and he was not pulling out of it. And I was like, "That's what I want. Yeah, I want that there." Yeah. <laughs> just, just he almost took his brother out. Just like, oh, there's a ball around. I'm going for that. Bang straight through. I was like, "Yeah, excellent." He saw the ball was there, and he wanted it more than the youngest you just did. Spamming the fire up, shout. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, as well, just the final note is that I keep getting offered jobs, and I keep turning them down despite them being really interested and it's killing me. I'm like, oh, no, this is not the point of the same. So yeah, um, you've, you've got more, you've got more jobs than bloody monster.com at this. Like you keep texting me every couple of yeah. hours going, oh, these guys are off me. These guys are off me. These guys are offering me. Yeah. Brighton wanted me, which was, which was that, that was the one that turned my head a little bit. And then mm-hmm. Leeds United wanted me because of, <laughs> because of my dedication to playing entertaining football. <laughs> yeah. Ent- entertaining not successful but entertaining but yeah um that's where i'm up to with, with rovers it's it's it apart from that horrible patch which it's this might come as no shock was in round about november december shocker winter oh my goodness who would have thought it uh, apart from that i am still enjoying it and, I, and i'm still committed to the cause uh of both strikerless and both getting rovers back Back in the Premier League, um, we're not going up as champions. <laughs> we're going up. I want, I want, I want you to. Sc- I want you to scrape through the playoffs. That's what I want. I want you to scrape through with a with a controversial goal. I mean, honestly, it, I would not be shocked at this point. It's it's bizarre, utterly utterly bizarre. Um, but I will keep you posted. Um, I, I will also, like I said, I, I have wrote a blog piece already, um, which is all about Adam Armstrong's defensive work and my defensive work in general, um, which I've, I can't remember if I mentioned. I mentioned I was going to do it on the last podcast, uh, but I have now done it. Yay, go me. Um, it, was a great, so, it was a great piece as well. Absolutely, It was a lovely, lovely read. So you should definitely oh, go and have you. a check it out. So it was very, very nice. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, so I'll probably be writing about... Um, the midfield midfield free is probably going to be the next one. I did have something else in mind, but, but then everything fell apart. So that's changed. Plans change. So I'll, I'll be doing that. It's it's on my medium. If you go on, I can't remember my my ULR, but um, it'll be on my Twitter. Um, I'll pin it on my Twitter as well, and then we'll go from there. Um, this is how I promote things, but I don't know the link. Find it yourself. Yeah, but like I, I just yeah, you know what I'm like. I'm I'm, I'm awkward when I'm I'm, I'm promoting myself. Um, when it's a collective, I'm absolutely fine about it. Just like this, Tony, because if you want to support this podcast here a little bit more than just listening to us ramble along every week, you can do so over on patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It is free pound a month. It goes a long, long way of helping us make these weekly episodes, but you also get two extra bonus episodes. And this month, which of the time of recording is still February... We've had some cracking FMT retro episodes. We looked at Kennedy, the legend from Swedish football and the old legend on one of the older games. And then we had a really different episode that we were bigging up for a while. And then we 
we feel it lived up to the hype. We had mm-hmm. a wonderful person come and join us as our first guest on the podcast. Johnny Sharples came along. Obviously, Johnny Sharples, the greatest manager in Celtics history. And he was talking about a young man that turned into a legend called Avicii Bloody Strock. Um, I lo- I, that is... I don't know if it's our best episode, because it's not for us to say what our best episode is, but I think it was our favourite episode to make and record. It, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it, uh, we, we've said as well, like, there was a moment that we all collectively went, we're going all in here. And we just, yeah, unspoken, yeah. there was a bit where we all went, yeah, 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 like, we've got to do it this way. And it, it just worked so well. It was really, really fun. And like... And a massive appreciation to Johnny for coming on and, and being our, our guest. So, uh, yeah, if you want to listen to that, then, yeah, you will need to sign up to Patreon. Um, but, yeah, it was thoroughly, thoroughly worth it. Absolutely brilliant. It was, it was so it was so much fun, and, and especially when we talk about Avicii Struck, there's always a really great message behind it as well involving calm. Um, so make sure you go and check out that episode. Uh, if you do fancy doing that, uh, it's patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It's £3 a month and we really appreciate all of our lovely Patreons already. Um, so before I get you to do your plugs, Tony, just a reminder that we support uh, four charities and foundations here every single week on Football Manager Therapy. They are the LGBT Foundation, Black Minds Matter UK, Mind UK and War Child, all doing absolutely incredible work and all the relevant links are in the podcast description as well as uh, FM Greeno's fundraiser. So please, if you are poking around in there and can spare a bit of money, please do so with one of those wonderful causes below. Right, Tony. So we've plugged your Twitch, so we know what that's all about. But where can people find you on the internet to tell you that they hate Newcastle based on your accent? Um, I mean, yeah, you can you can come to my house. Uh, or well, uh, no, yeah. If you want to do Twitter, it's at Tony Jameson. There is also, of course, the YouTube channel, which is Tony Jameson FM. And you can come and join us in our Discord, which is a wonderful place where we all hang out. We talk football tactics. We talk, uh, we talk goals, 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 goals. We talk 90s retro. We talk coffee. And if you're part of our Patreon, you get your own private Discord channel, which is, is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, um, yeah, come and join the Discord. The link is in, uh, my Twitter bio. It's, it's a short link. We've got bit dot ly forward slash tjfm discord so come along and hang out with us uh, and of course also we have we have the twitch so uh matt what about yourself where can people get in touch with you and find out what you're up to uh this week yeah don't forget in that discord uh, patreon only channel is where we revealed that johnny would have been on the podcast um so you get ex- you get ex- exclusive little drops like that come on Ba-ba-bam. um it's not it's just nonsense it's funny but get involved if you want to find out where i'm talking about adam armstrong being a really great defensive weapon in football manager <laughs> uh 2021 you can find all that relevant information over on my twitter which is at m richards host um you can find out probably our schedule as well and and all of that good stuff about this podcast. Ooh, well, that was a lovely episode. I enjoyed that very much. We covered a lot. We shone a light on some good causes, a wonderful community that we are very fortunate to be a part of. And hopefully you guys had fun along the way. Make sure you join us next week on the podcast. But in the meantime, take care of yourself. See you next week on Football Manager Therapy. Thank you.